Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Brute force. If it doesn't work, you're just not using enough. You're listening to Softweb Radio, special operations military news, and straight talk with the guys in the community. Hey, what's going on? This is another episode of Soft Rep Radio, and I am your host, Rad, and I am kicking it today with former major of the United States Marine Corps, 0311, that is infantry, Lee Stuckey, who also is running a HeroUSA.org, or if I could better say, uh, participating, working with. I'm going to let Lee say hello, so go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, hey, Rand, I really appreciate y'all having me on the show. You know, I want to thank Zach Armstrong for connecting us, uh, a long, long classmate from Marion Military Institute. We won't go into why I went there. <laughs> 
Wonderful. Yeah, Zach was a great guest. Uh, I look forward to talking to him again. I actually, you know, what a great episode. Go check that out if you're listening to SoftRep. I also just want to say real quick to those of you listening, uh, you can save half off your SoftRep.com membership right now if you go and register with Podcast Offer. If you go to SoftRep.com forward slash podcast offer, which is because you're listening to me and Lee talk, we'll give you half off. So make sure you go check that out. So let's kick off this uh, interview. Yeah. Okay. So Lee, you joined the Marines because why? So to back up a little bit, uh, a couple years before that, I was mischievous. We'll leave it at that. And uh, I was offered the opportunity to go to military school. My parents said, you can go to military school or juvie. And I chose A. So I went to military school And while I was in military school, I remember specifically uh, a Staff Sergeant Sutton, who was a reconnaissance Marine. And I mean, the guy knew exactly what he wanted to do all the time, the way he carried himself, just everything about him was what I admired. And after I graduated from Marion Military Institute, I went on to Auburn. I had a really good time at Auburn my freshman year. I had a negative GPA. And I told myself, at this point, if I continue with a negative GPA, I'm not going to amount to anything. And I looked back on my life and remembered Staff Sergeant right. Sutton, right. and I went and joined the Marine Corps. My parents were terrified. My dad, uh, my mom asked me who I was going to visit at Paris Island. And I said, no, mom, it's not an island. It's, it's boot camp. And uh, my dad said, I will buy you a new truck. I'll buy you a new four-wheeler. I'll buy you whatever you want. You are not going in the Marine Corps. And I said, Dad, I'm not, I'm not good right now. At some point in my life, I'll be able to buy my own truck and buy my own four-wheeler, but I need a change or I'm never going to be successful. And as soon as I went off, when I came back, he went from you know, concerned parent to proud father. And after that, my older brother joined a year later and went in the Marine Corps as well. So we were the first Marines in the family. And it went from fear to uh, admiration within that first couple of years. And so when you went in, uh, you went in to be a 0311, which is infantry. And and what transpired from that? You know, what was your uh, weapon of choice? Tell my listener that's listening, like, what you got to do there. Yeah, so so I started 0311 and 0331 was a machine gunner. Actually, I was a contract mortarman, 0341. So back then when we went through school infantry, you had to finish the complete, you know, infantry course. And then after that, you went to a specialty weapon and I showed up and on my paper, it said mortarman. I didn't know what a mortar was. And this sergeant came up to me and grabbed me and said, Stucky, do you want to shoot a potato gun or do you want to shoot a a man's gun? And I was like, a man's gun. He's like, you're going to be a machine gunner. You're not going to shoot potatoes. And so he made me a machine gunner in that interaction. And so I became a machine gunner after that. And I toted the 240 Bravo uh, which shoots about a thousand rounds uh, per minute yeah. on the cycle yeah. rate. I toted that thing for about six, six and a half years to a point to where I, I walked like this permanently for a while from carrying it on our backs and heights. But I love that weapon. And, and I knew that weapon in and out. I actually slept in the You just carried on your shoulder. Yeah, the crucifix carry. Humping it through like Vietnam on their shoulders. Yeah, right. Like- <laughs> yeah. That was my best friend. And I, I literally <laughs> slept in the sleeping bag with that thing for years. Oh, wow. Yeah, the 240 Bravo, that's like a 7.62 round, right? Like by 54, maybe I'm wrong, correct? Yeah, we actually had the, yeah, the Golf and then the Bravo. The Golf, um, you would have to adjust the regulator, the gas regulator. So at the, at the fastest, it will shoot about 950 to 1,000 bullets a minute. I mean, you're, you know, 
The, the terrible thing they don't tell you is, by the way, you're not just carrying that on flat land. There's a thing called Machine Gun Hill out in 29 Palms, California, and you got to run straight up the hill with all the ammo. Yeah, it's it gets it gets challenging, but I'll tell you, my, my fitness has never seen a better time than the Marine Corps. I bet, right? Pull up king, probably, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was a good though, and you know, through through being enlisted, I wanted to be enlisted, and I wanted to know what the Marines were going through, and you know, what it felt like to start at the bottom, and then as I got to where I was getting promoted to sergeant and, and looking at picking up staff and CO. I wanted to be an officer and I, I served with some officers in, in one of the tours and I didn't really appreciate them and some of the ethical and moral decisions they made. And I wanted to be a good one. I wanted to be one with ethics and morals. And I wanted to make sure that I was taking care of my Marines. And that's the reason I got a commission. I was at a point to where I started fighting professional mixed martial arts. I was looking, you know, I had that dream to be on the next ultimate fighter and I was going to get out and fight. And that was going to be my focus is, is running a restaurant with my brother uh, who got out and helped run Zoe's Kitchen. And I was going to be a restaurateur and an MMA fighter and try to get into the UFC. And I told myself, you know, I need to give it a chance. I want to get a commission. I want to be in a position to where I can take care of, of the Marines under me. If I don't enjoy it, I'll get out at four years as a captain and I'll go on and continue fighting and, and run restaurants. If I like it, I'll stay in. I ended up staying in and doing 23 years. 23 commendable years. Wow. That, well, thanks. You know, from a grateful nation. <laughs> yeah, appreciate, appreciate that. It. That's legit. Yeah. You know, how tall are you? Because they usually give the 240 to someone who's like 5'6". I'm just curious here. I'm 5'6 now. <laughs> I was 5'9 when I started carrying it. But I lost three inches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see it. It brought you down. It's on my yeah, right? disability. Yeah. So. <laughs> I got a good friend. He was 5'2". He had. He was also 0311 here from Utah. I'll give him his call signs, Razor. Give him a shout out. And he just sent me a picture one time of him with his entire rucksack, the same size as him, you know, and <laughs> he's got to go up the hill, you know, and I'm just like, I, yeah. I never had so much more respect for Marines, even coming from an army son to joining the air force myself, you know, and the military family, we always joked about Marines, but man, no, no, no. Chesty. All right. Lord and savior of all war. All right. For everyone. Chesty watches over. And if you don't know, you will know because that's who's really watching over you is Chesty. So I'm just going to put that out there. Marine Corps. Rob. Oh, yeah. Well, so I'll tell you one of the things that made me want to get promoted more than anything is at, in a machine gun team, you have three people. You have the gunner, the team leader and the ammo guy. The ammo bear carries all the ammo, ammo bear. And right. so they don't tell you they're going to fill up your pack with all the ammo. And I remember looking like a turtle, like your friend probably looked with that giant pack filled. Yeah, and did. I was running up the hill. And as I'm running straight up the hill, I went backwards and fell back down the hill and I couldn't even get myself up to where my team had to get me up and like unload the ammo and pick me back up. And from that day forward, I was going to be an, I was going to be a gunner. I'm moving up to the gun. I want to stay a gunner. I don't care about being a team leader, but I'm not carrying this ammo anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. So you spend 23 years, you enlist, you learn the ranks, you hear what your men need, and you become the leader that you probably were inspired by some others or that didn't have quite what you were looking for to be that. And then now you're, you've gotten out, you've, you've decommissioned from the Marine Corps a little bit, and you saw a need to create or help me understand a herousa.org. And before you do, I, 
I know there's outdoors and hunting and fishing and sports, and you just connect people with with all sorts of opportunity. Tell us about this, please. Yeah. So, well, we started a hero. So I I went through three combat deployments. I went. So I actually deployed uh, 2003 to the invasion of Iraq. I went over there as a machine gunner. Uh, so did that deployment. Obviously, a pretty kinetic deployment. And then fast forward, getting a commission. I deployed as an officer from 2007 to 2008. Spent 13 months over in Iraq for my second combat deployment. Uh, extremely kinetic. And then the last one was in Mosul, Iraq, when I was actually a liaison officer with uh, 3-1 CAV. And it was a very, very bad place. So Mosul was definitely the most kinetic combat I saw. So after coming back from that combat deployment, 2007, I was blown up by a 100-pound IED in that second deployment. Um, so, you know, from 2007 to 2009, I really didn't tell the complete truth when you do your post-deployment assessments and, uh, you know, why, why leaders think it's a, a good time to give you a post-deployment assessment right before you're going on leave. You know, the one thing between you going on leave is filling out the sheet of paper. So I just, you know, you're not honest on those things. And I would be, it's hard to find somebody who's actually honest on all that. Uh, how many drinks have you had or how much trauma did you have in combat? You just want to go on leave. So from 2007 to 2009, I had a gap, you know, of a year from deployment, but I was blown up and I was blown up and went through a lot of other attacks during 2007, 2008 deployment. And I didn't deal with it the right way. I was focused on getting promoted. I was focused on, you know, being the first guy to work, the last person to leave, making sure I stayed, you know, in, in top shape and, and be competitive to pick up captain and follow on to pick up major. And so I didn't tell anybody I was having issues. And I was sleeping barely at all, uh, having a lot of nightmares. Uh, when I would sleep, uh, they said I was having night tears. I, I thought I was wet in the bed for a long time. And I was very embarrassed, obviously a single guy dating a girl. And when she wakes up, the bed's wet. And I thought I was wetting the bed, but I was having night tears. And my body actually thought, you know, was I was burning. And so I would just sweat profusely. So I didn't say anything to anyone for a long time. And two years of not sleeping really was not great for my health. Go on the deployment in 2009 to Mosul. And again, I, I just dealt with it. I dealt with not sleeping. I drank extra caffeine, extra rippets or whatever we drink over there. And I came back in 2009 on recruiting duty and it all hit me. You know, I went from Mosul, Iraq to, you know, Marine Corps recruiting duty in Alabama and I was back in my house, in my cabin where I'm sitting right now, actually about three feet in front of where I'm sitting. And I drank and drank and drank and tried to sleep and tried to sleep. And I was using alcohol to sleep and alcohol to cope and alcohol to numb. And I went and uh, I drank one night. And as I was drinking, I made a decision to kill myself and take my life. And at that night on Thursday in, in 2009, I went to shoot myself with a Glock. And as I went to pull the trigger, my cell phone was in front of me on the counter and it said, mom. And my mom was calling my phone and she calls me once every two weeks. But God told her to call me at that time. And you know, a Glock doesn't have a safety. Uh, so she had that much time to call me and it, it rang through and I answered the phone and I was crying and my mom was concerned. So she came out here and I didn't do it, took my guns and you know, she went and got me help. And I went and saw people and my commander at the time, the major was like, why didn't you ever tell me? Like, I didn't want to tell anybody I was weak. And I'm a Marine officer. 
I'm supposed to be, you know, the alpha male. I'm supposed to portray this person of strength. I didn't want to tell anyone I was going through these issues. And so I just didn't. And I masked it until it was almost too late. And so after I went through, you know, getting help and, and figuring out what was wrong with me, I questioned myself. Why am I a sissy? Why am I so weak? You know, why am I not being a man and a, a stronger person? And I finally thought about it for a long time and realized that if you go through a lot of trauma, if you go through combat, if you get blown up, or even if you're a civilian and you just go through a catastrophic event or something that it, it scars you and you don't have issues, you're actually probably a sociopath. And so the fact that I was having issues after I'd gone through combat and after I was struggling meant that I was a normal person having to go through abnormal events in my life. And so now I realize that I've had to go through those things. So now how can I put the pieces of the puzzle back together? Because I'm not a weak man. I'm a person who had to go to combat. And I'm a person that was sent over there to take care of others and, and, and lead Marines. And, and now when I come back, I've got to put the pieces of the puzzle back together. And so I, I immediately went out and said, if I'm going through this stuff, I have other Marines that are going through stuff. And it's not suck it up, buttercup. It's not, hey, you know, Marines keep driving. We got to take a time out and take a knee every once in a while and really take an assessment of our, our Marines and our soldiers and our airmen. And we got to look at them and say, hey, listen, I make mistakes. I've been hurt. I've gone through trauma. This is how I got through my trauma. And as I got older and as I started realizing how powerful it was to tell people you were having issues, I realized then that this was my purpose. And so I opened up the farm. I had 104 acres at the time. I mean, I bought this farm from, from the uh, invasion of Iraq money. I used that. I never told anyone I had a farm. This is my bow hunting place. And I was like, nobody knows about it. Once I opened this farm up and I started letting veterans come out here and hunt whitetail, God blessed me with just enough money to buy the farm next door. And once I opened up that property... God blessed me with just enough to buy the next place. And now the farm has grown exponentially. And now the programs have gone from hunting whitetail to hunting in 40 countries and eight or 40 states and eight countries and doing everything from, you know, when we started, it was whitetail hunting because that's what I love to do. But I quickly realized that everyone doesn't like to hunt whitetail. Some people like to fish. Some people like to ride motorcycles. So we started programs and we started growing programs at a hero, which is America's heroes, enjoying recreation outdoors. And we want to cover any anything that we could possibly do to connect veterans and first responders together so they can heal together. If it's Cup of Joe for a Hero, that's a coffee program. We'll pay for you wherever you live to go have coffee with veterans and first responders to start the conversation. If it's equine programs, we'll connect you to an equine program so you can get healed. You know, you can heal through horses. Whatever it is, is not the important thing. The important thing is getting like-minded individuals together so we can heal together. So we can realize, hey, you're not, you're not alone. We're all going through this stuff. By the way, this is what I was taking from the VA, 36 pills. This is what I'm taking now. Nothing. I'm sleeping so much better in you know, I'm going to say I'm not a doctor, so I'm not telling anybody out there to not take medicine. But when you're when your pills have all these warning labels on the side of them and they give you a grocery bag full of them and you don't know which color does what, which thing mixes with this thing will kill you. 
which thing this might heighten suicide. Why would you pour that in a bucket and see when the bomb's going to go off? So just the ability to bring veterans together and first responders and say, hey, listen, these are the mistakes I've made. This is how I got through them. This is the obstacle that I came in contact with. This is how I got through that obstacle. And just educate our veterans, our first responders, and our families on how we can heal together. We're never going to be 100%. I mean, let's face it. After 12 years old, we're losing percentage after that. But how can we get you as close to 85% as possible? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Because you give yourself at 100% to the military. You know, when you go through, you know, processing and can you do a pull up? Hey, come, can you run? Hey, can you run faster? Can you do this job quicker? Can you do this? Can you do this? You give yourself 100% to them. And then sometimes you come out maybe not physically broken, but, you know, below the surface, there's just something that's just been, you know, that has been broken. And, and it's okay to bring that to light and to get help about it. And to, you know, like you said, you said it best, take a knee. It's like, can you take a knee for just a second and catch your breath? Because you have endured a lot. You did three tours. You did like OEF one or two, Operation Enduring Freedom. You were like, oh, three is like the first wave in, you know? And then you went back in in 07. And then, again, you spent 13 months over there, 
right? And then Mosul, that wasn't, and this is just you. And there's so many veterans who have been through so much, even from like Grenada in the 80s still who are out there, like Desert Storm, Desert Shield, uh, you know, dealing with, you know, Operation Serpent, Gothic Serpent with uh, Mogadishu, where these guys still have, you know, issues, you know, these, these combat sorties where they've been involved, you know, Kosovo in the 90s, late 90s, you know, all of this. It's just like, uh, I'm really just talking to you if you've had any experiences out there and you're, you're listening to our, our podcast session, you know, I would just say that, you know, there is someone out there that can help you. We can be your mom call right now. So like, if you're waiting for your mom to call, we're it. Put it down. <laughs> Step away yeah. from the pills. Okay, well, find you know, some thrills. The thing, right? the thing that I'll, I'll add to that, Rad, is I've never known anyone who's actually, I hate saying successfully completed suicide, but I've never known anyone that's done that. So everyone that I've known that has completed suicide has been intoxicated or on a substance. And, and sure. you know, the biggest, the biggest way to just continue the chaos is to add alcohol to it. And, and I've gone to treatment really? twice. I finished treatment successfully. And I'll tell you right now, I love the Marine Corps and, and I'm, I'm Marine Corps through and through. But if, if we are the most fierce fighting force on this entire planet, what if we were sober? And that's what drives me nuts. I mean, we celebrate the Marine Corps birthday and the whole goal is to see who can get the you know, most hammered that night. And we, we're, we were, you know, we, we focus our traditions on, you know, Tun Tavern. We're born in a bar and all this stuff. But meanwhile, we're, we're letting our young, young, young Marines poison their bodies with all of this stuff. And then, it, you know, if they get in trouble, if they get a DUI or if they get, you know, caught drinking alcohol or whatever, we hammer them and we smoke them if they get in trouble. But we don't go to the problem, which is just alcohol. And I'm not trying to, you know, God bless people who can have a beer or two and be okay. But I've never seen any good things come out of alcohol. And I've never been hammered. And somebody walk up and say, Lee, you just made a great decision, but I've made some really bad ones and I've destroyed a lot of relationships or somebody else has been drinking, but there's always alcohol involved. And, you know, now that I'm 42, what did it do for me? And so that's one of the things as far as veterans, if you're listening, I can promise you, if you roll back to a year ago when I was going through retiring out of the Marine Corps, depression, everything else that I... I mean, I spent 23 years in the Marine Corps. This is what I did since I was 19 years old. I went through depression and I went through alcohol issues the last part of my career. And where I was a year and a half ago to where I am now is night and day. And I changed one thing. I stopped drinking. That's the only I went from barely remembering to brush my teeth. And now I run three nonprofits, two LLCs and manage 700 acres. And I did all that with... One thing I changed. That's it. And again, I'm not sitting here saying you're going to go to hell if you drink a beer, but I'm just telling you, I'm living proof of I've stopped one thing, whether it's a substance or whatever. I mean, and I'm, it's night and day. So it kills me to see people celebrating it and to see the new, you know, every commercial you see is, is sex and alcohol. And we got to stop teaching our young people this stuff because it doesn't make you cooler. It just makes you where you have no clarity. You make stupid decisions. And then once you fall on your face, that's when you know who your real friends are. You know, the ones who put their head, their foot on the back of your head are the ones who actually pick you up. So if you're listening and you're thinking about drinking, don't start. If you've been drinking and there's chaos in your life, 
just stop it for a little while and watch it clear up. Oh, yeah, just try to go as long as you can, you know. No one's telling you to be a quitter. You just say, hey, I don't want to drink right this second. Like, give me 30 more seconds. Maybe that 30 seconds turns into two more minutes. Maybe that two minutes lasts a 30-minute session and you're not having a beer. Maybe you can go to bed without having that last beer. Maybe you can just wake up without having another beer. It's almost like when I quit smoking cigarettes, I just kept my pack of like half a pack in my car. And if I wanted one, I was a man enough. I could choose to have one. But I also told myself I was man enough to not want one. I was like, I don't need one if I don't want one. And I just like, I had them there. I figured if I threw it all away, I would go and buy it again because I didn't have it. And I was like, well, I need to have it. So I'd go buy it. But if I had it, I could say I was stronger than it. And I quit cigarettes 17 years ago, super hard to quit addictive additive additives, you know, totally wants me to keep smoking. You know, they want them uh, camel cash, bro. Okay. I mean, like, <laughs> I was like, this is how much money am I spending on this every day? And at the time it was like $3 and 30 cents today. Their, their packs are like $12 some places. And so I quit smoking and I took all of that money every day and I bought combat gear and I would resell it. And now I have two stores, a full indoor arena that does a kill house because about 17 years ago, I took the money that I was spending on my one habit, my one thing, and I flipped it into a positive. And now today, I swear it's because I quit smoking cigarettes and I bettered myself. I helped I got healthier. I was doing war games on the every weekend and I was always heavy breathing smoking. I was like, this is killing me. I, I want to be active. I'm fighting against like 19 year olds. And I was 30, maybe no, 17 years. I was like 20 something. Plus, you know what? I didn't want my kids to see me smoking cigarettes. So whether it's alcohol or smoking, I just kind of wanted them not to see that, you know? So I, I had a lot of reasons to kick it. So I did it. And, uh, you know, it's not easy. And I'm just trying to be vulnerable and open up and say, you know, nobody's perfect. Uh, we all have vices out there. And all you have to do is just try your best to just kick it and uh yeah you know it just it takes a dumb moment with alcohol you know it's just a dumb moment it really does think about this though think about let's let's just pretend the military combat pretty stressful job regardless of what you know branch 100 we're gonna put that as that's a pretty high risk job then we're gonna add alcohol so they probably got trauma they're probably gonna drink now now we got alcohol and a high-intensity, high-risk occupation. And then we're going to sprinkle in some medications from a psychiatrist that sees you once every two years. They have warning labels, and we're just going to see if everything works out. Good luck. It's just crazy. And, you know, now that I'm on this end of it, I realize that I mean, they were giving me Ambien, and I, I took Ambien for 13 years, and after my last... Uh, I was at Wounded Warrior Battalion, Wounded Warrior East, when I retired from the Marine Corps. One of the psychiatrists that I ended up seeing said, you're not supposed to take Ambien for longer than six months if you don't have a traumatic brain injury or post-traumatic stress disorder. If you have a traumatic brain injury or post-traumatic stress, you're never supposed to be prescribed Ambien. I had both, and I was on Ambien for 13 straight years. That's unbelievable. They've said the Navy's probably killed you years before you would have died. It's crazy. But that's what I'm saying. Like these magic, there's no such thing as a magic pill. There's not. Well, not that, you know, Heath Ledger, he played the Joker in Batman and he died on that movie set because they said he was taking sleeping aids and like mixed it with a drink. You know, he probably just like went, bam, tossed it back and went to bed and didn't wake up. I mean, that's something, you know, 
that's just not to be kind of mixed up. Like you said, they just give you these things and say, take these and we'll see how you do in two more years when we see you again, if we see you again. For people out there that are listening, I, I just hope that you really look at the pills you're taking. And so for American, you know, for a hero, for our program, what I had to do a couple of years ago, uh, about four years ago, is we made it alcohol free. All of our events are alcohol free. People who participate in our event, even if it's not a veteran, is alcohol free. It's because I realize, like we realize a liability. I don't know if you're a veteran that's been sober for two years that had a previous alcohol issue. And so the right. last thing I want to do is put together a veterans retreat that's supposed to make you healthier and happier, reconnect you to veterans. And then I just happen to get alcohol donated because I've been to some veteran nonprofits that alcohol is flowing and it's just a, a, a bad, bad deal. And so if I invite this person, like I invite Rad, I didn't know you've been sober for a couple of years. Your wife lets you come. You come to the event. And I offer you alcohol, maybe peer pressure a little bit, you know, hey, it's just a few drinks. And then you fall off the wagon at my nonprofit event. The donors are paying for this booze. It's all bad. So we removed alcohol from everything. There's no alcohol, period. I make them sign waivers. I enforce it. I want you to come to an A Hero event. I want you to remember the connections you made. I want you to remember the time you had. I want you to have clarity throughout the event. And I want to look at you in the eyeballs with a sober face and say, we are going to help you and I'll connect you to the resources and you'll remember it. Instead of me flying you somewhere for four days, you get boozed up for the whole weekend. And at the end of it, you don't remember the top. That's not what we do with donation dollars. And so if, if people are listening, if you're donating to a nonprofit, you need to check and see if they've got an alcohol policy, because if not, you might be paying for them to get boozed up and take pills. Yeah, kind of counterproductive to the situation when you're trying to, you know, advocate for stopping that and then having it on hand. And again, you don't want to be the reason why somebody, you know, jump back on the wagon. Yeah, but it's a cultural thing. You're right. because It's the Labor Day barbecue. It's the, you know, it's a cultural thing, right? It's the 4th of July with the grill and a cold one. It's the ballpark with the cold one and a hot dog. It's the, you know, we see it, you know, it's everywhere. It, there's a capitalism involved with it, of course, right? You know, we can't get away from brand names of the stuff no matter where you turn, right? Whether you're driving down the freeway, it pops up on a billboard and it's like, time for a cold one or that little, I want to say trigger, they're everywhere, which is why it's such a hard thing to kick with alcohol, which is why what you're saying makes sense. If you're going to come to the event, you come to the event to be a dry event, right? Like, yeah, okay, cool. Have some Mountain Dew or whatever other things you want to have, but at least just not the alcohol, like, no, by, by the second by the second day at the event, I can usually tell if somebody's bad. And, and I'll tell everybody, like, I'll tell everyone, open kimono, like, hey, I've been to treatment. I liked it so much. I went twice. I'm very open with everyone about it. You know, and I tell everybody, like, I went through this stuff. And, and this is the reason you're not drinking this weekend. If you have any issues throughout the weekend, if you have DTs, if you're shaking, if you don't feel good and you are a heavy drinker, please come see me in confidence. And then I've actually taken people from that event and flown them out to Warrior's Heart within a week, which is a, a fabulous place out in Texas, in San Antonio, Texas, called Warrior's Heart. And I, I've flown veterans out there within a week to go get treatment because they needed treatment. It's, I'm not going to judge anyone who's going through issues. The whole purpose of coming to an A-Hero event is for me to find out what that perceived gap is, what that thing is that you feel is just 
killing your life or ruining progression. And then I'm going to connect you to that resource to where that, that issue has gone, whether it be anger management, whether it be alcohol treatment, whether it be finances, getting you in, in touch with a financial counselor, uh, VA benefits, whatever those things are, our team will connect you and work to connect you with that thing to get help in that area. So when you leave on Sunday, you have hope. You have hope and you have resolution coming. Hi, folks. This is Sean Spoons, Editor-in-Chief of SoftRep.com. Just here to say thank you for listening to the SoftRep Radio Podcast. We sure appreciate you giving us your time. And here's a special offer for you if you're a new member. 50% off your annual membership to SoftRep. Just click the link at the bottom of the page that brought you to us today. And from all of us here at SoftRep, thank you for listening. That's a wonderful uh, thing that you do. Now, is there is there a way that, you know, through, is it a herousa.org that you know, a veteran or first responder alike out there listening can reach out and, you know, start the process to open up to you guys and say, hey, what's up? Yeah, aherousa.org. And we started with just Purple Heart recipients from Afghanistan and Iraq. And then after doing that for a couple of years back in 2010, we realized that we were we weren't taking care of our Vietnam veterans. And so we opened that up. And then we realized that there were people who didn't have a Purple Heart who would commit suicide. So we opened it up to, to combat veterans. And then at this past year, I had a really good friend of mine, Jeff Parker, who, who works at Jaeger Pro, is one of their marketing directors. And he said, Lee, we don't have a relaxing time coming back. When y'all go to war, you come back as a military member and you're safe at home in America. We go to combat every day as police officers. We're constantly in harm's way and we don't have a VA. We don't have the resources veterans do. And so that made me think about it. And I pulled my board in and it was a unanimous vote and we opened it up to first responders and, and we're going to help them. There's not a VA form. We're sure. going to support them. We'll get them resources to help them. And so now we support veterans and first responders. And today we brought in about 11,000 veterans and we've stopped hundreds of suicides with the fantastic community that we have at A Hero. And it's not me. It's not Lee Stuckey. There's no way I could do this. You know, it's all of the people that give of their time. It's all the boat owners in Pensacola and Orange Beach. It's the people who open up their farms in Macon County and Shorter, Alabama. I mean, people all over the, the country that open their arms up for a hero because they know that we're just trying to save lives. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you can absolutely go there. And our board is all volunteer. I probably make negative $80,000 a year being the CEO of a hero. I'm the janitor to the CEO. But, I mean, None of us get paid. Uh, we're all volunteers. And my farm, where we're sitting right now, we've had over 8,000 veterans stay in this cabin right here. And I don't know if you've ever made 8,000 bunk beds, but it ain't fun. But this place, no. you can look right here, this picture of Kyle Carpenter. This is the picture from Kyle Carpenter in the White House when he got his Medal of Honor. And uh, Kyle stayed here. And so I've had some history books stay in this cabin. And the people that we've had walk this farm, or, I mean, this is hollowed ground. We've named all of our green fields after a veteran who's either been killed in action or wounded in action. I've had Navy Cross recipients, Medal of Honor recipients, people who've actually given their life for America, have died overseas, been brought back miraculously, have come out here and enjoyed outdoor recreation. And so I'm just very humbled to be the gatekeeper and pay the light bill to bring these well-deserving veterans and first responders out here to enjoy this. It's a very commendable thing that you're doing. And, you know, uh, 
it is true you know that's cool the picture you have over there uh carpenter right in the gold frame right there maybe you can turn your camera just a little bit so we can see that because it's just right there if, no that's cool no that's way cool and so eight thousand different veterans coming through your cabin that you're at right now let alone all around the country and you've said eight countries but you've you go and shoot whitetail you guys go fly fishing probably river rafting uh you know what i find to be fun is i find solace working with veterans here locally in, in utah is we do airsoft war games and so you know this gives them that opportunity to come out and put some of that battle rattle that they've worn all the time uh you know bump the elbows with people who maybe could never join because of asthma but they would be captain america if they had a chance and so this guy who maybe went and did that he becomes this professional football player if you will or baseball player to these guys and they're like oh my gosh dude he's like yeah hey let me teach you how to wear your boots a little better or let me teach you how to like you know blouse up your uh, don't get no bugs inside your uniform you know while we're playing war games with these these younger kids and so they almost become a mentor immediately out there you know with their stories and their heroic heroics you know i've worked with also thousands of different veterans over the course of 20 years running war games here it's just been a huge you know, outlet for them. I've got guys who are former Green Berets who've been blown up, who are, you know, doing courses again, being able to teach and give some, you know, like room clearing knowledge to individuals who are eager to learn from them just in a simple sporting of like war games. And with you having all these acres, all you would need is like a couple acres to host some trench warfare, airsoft war games. You let me know because I... I know a guy, okay? I know a guy. I, I swear it. <laughs> Come out there and play some war games. The disclaimer, though, so I, I got oh, back yeah. from the invasion of Iraq in 2003, and we did military operation urban terrain. So we were raiding houses for seven months, raiding villages for seven months. And I came back, and I'd been back in the States for maybe a week, and my buddy invited me to play paintball. And I'd never played paintball. I didn't even know what – I mean, I kind of knew what it was, but I didn't know. And so I was chest kicking people and just laying the law down. I killed everybody out there. My buddy comes up and shakes me. He's like, dude, this is my 10-year-old cousin's birthday. What are you doing? <laughs> I was just swatting kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be careful who you invite to birthday parties. <laughs> it's the Marines. No, it's the Marines. And I'll tell you right now, because I, I sell airsoft guns, right? And so every time a Marine comes in and I find out they're a Marine, I'm like, don't pull the charging handle. <laughs> I'm like, the first thing you do is you're like, <laughs> Please don't pull the charging handle, okay? Let me sh let me show you. Just pull it back a little bit. It's an airsoft gun. Because I had a yeah. Marine just like, wham, pull it back. And it's like, he's like, did you want the springs and stuff out of that? And I was like, yeah. oh, so there is that. Uh, you know, and I had another guy come home uh, straight from Afghanistan. He put the night vision on. We were doing the night game. And he dropped night vision. And we have tracer rounds. So when you're shooting through the night vision, it just looks just like tracers. And so he had to go sit down for a minute. He's like, you know, it just sucked me right back into the nods and to that tracer environment. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, you're home around, brothers. We got you. We'll get you home. Again, that's the point. You know, uh, you're home. You know, if you need help, you can reach out. Uh, I'm available. And I say it on all of the podcast episodes. It's Rad Rockin on Instagram. You can hit me up and say, hey, Rad, you know, I, I was listening and I, you said you can reach me and it's two in the morning. I'll try to respond. Just if I don't respond at two in the morning and you're tripping out, just give me a minute to wake up and I will respond. So you have to wait to me for me to answer. Okay. Don't do anything till I reply. <laughs> I'm going to take you up on the airsoft. 
we got plenty of places out here at the farm so that my, my deer would get a little freaked out. They're usually spoiled, so I don't know how they, they'd take to it, but we'll adjust. I have stalked deer thinking it was people in the war games here in Utah. I was moving through like this old pond area and it was like weeds that are all tan and dried out. And I was just moving. And I heard this like rustling and I was like, okay, I got a couple guys I'm moving on. Next thing I know, right in front of me, this deer goes bolting right in front of me. I was literally stalking a deer in pitch black darkness. And I was like, okay, rad deer kill people. All right. Like they can literally like beat the crap out of you, bro. Tick, 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 punching you. Airsoft gun will do nothing. <laughs> yeah, I've seen I've seen the video where the, the eight point buck attacks that guy. I wouldn't fight one. <laughs> but just being out here though around the farm, you would love to see the farm and see how we dedicated the whole farm to the veterans. And when you go around, you know, it'll have the picture of Kyle. There's an area named after Kyle, and in the shooting house, it has his Medal of Honor citation up in front of it. So when you're freezing your tail off at four in the morning. You can read what Kyle did. And it's also an opportunity for the family members who've lost their loved ones to have a dedicated area. And I send them updated videos and pictures of their loved ones that were killed in combat and say that their name will never be forgotten. They will always live at A Hero Farms. They will always be here with us. And so it's just very, just, just a humbling feeling. So, but yeah, I mean, I, the, the, the programs are rad. I'll tell you some of the neatest programs I want to get into this is. We had entertainment. We always had music as a part of every weekend. Anytime I had any opportunity to have country music, I had one of my buddies and friend that lives down the road, uh, Kevin Adair, come play for the veterans. And he's been playing for 12, 13 years, wouldn't take gas money. And I could call him up at the last minute and he would come over and play music. And fast forward to now, in the last couple of years, we linked up with Operation Song And through Operation Song, we started Music for a Hero. And what we do is we bring in singers and songwriters, Jeff Sylvie out of Nashville, Kevin Kevin Adair, Rusty Tabor, uh, Mike Carrada, uh, who's a retired Marine colonel, who's also a fantastic musician. And we team up the veterans with the musicians. And they talk about combat. They talk about whatever is bothering them and their trauma they went through. And they write a song together. And then... The musicians play it for the crowd that night. And so I watched it and I watched healing take place with the veterans. And the veterans were healing through talking about the the things they went through. And then at the end of it, you can see the admiration from the musicians. And they were a part of this healing process. There was no alcohol involved. There was no pill needed. They had hugs. They had tears. They had happiness. They had stories. And at the end of it, I watched healing take place through music. And so we've really adopted this music for a hero. So much we do it once a quarter now. And Kevin Adair is one of, he's the main guy that runs music for a hero. And I wanted him to play for your uh, listeners, if you don't mind. No, I don't, as a matter of fact. And I think I kind of looked him up just real quick and uh, noticed that I think he streams on SoundCloud, right? Am I understanding that? Kevin does. And he's here to play for us right now. If you can get him on. Yeah, dude, let's go ahead. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey guys. Hi. Man, I hey, love welcome. Beer. Welcome to Soft Rep Radio, <laughs> Kevin. Hi, nice to meet you. Oh, hey, thank you. <laughs> it is I am who I am, my friend. No problem. Nice to meet you as well, Kevin. Now, I think we can listen to some of your songs on SoundCloud. Is that right? They're out there? Yeah, they're on SoundCloud. I have a couple of little sites here on SoundCloud, Reverb Nation, and a little small YouTube one. But uh yeah, you can find them there. And uh, some of the songs that we had written with Operation. You can find some of those songs there too. So tell them the name of the album and why it's called. Yeah, so I'm gonna let, I'm gonna go ahead and introduce you. You can tell us the name of the album, and you're gonna play us a, a, a jam from it. And you you have the undivided attention to go ahead and introduce it and play it. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Thank you, buddy. The title of the album coming up is gonna be called Almost a Memorial because it literally was almost a memorial. I was stricken with a disease uh, about two years ago, and a man right here actually pulled me out of a dark spot. I feel so compelled to help these guys out and listening to their stories. And I've, I've been a part of writing some of the most powerful songs and they're true and they're all true. And that's what really inspires me to continue and keep going with that. We put together a compilation of songs, almost memorial. And, um, some of those songs I'm going to dedicate to a hero and um, we're going to try to raise a little money and help some guys out. Help me help others. That's what we're trying to do. Okay. Well, let's hear it, dude. I love it. 
All right, this is um. Tell, tell them the story about pretty thing real quick. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think a lot of folks can actually relate to this when you really miss somebody. Years ago, years ago, I was out playing and you know just chasing a dream, and I had my little girl call me in the middle of the night one time. It was on a Wednesday, and um, she tells me, uh, you know, Daddy, I can't sleep. I can't sleep. And so I, I was like, you know, why? What's wrong, baby? She goes, Well, I, I miss you. You know, and so when your baby girl tells you something like that. Uh, you got to make a move. And so I did. I, I was in North Carolina and I came all the way back <laughs> to Alabama that night. So I saw her before she went to school the next morning. This song is called Pretty Thing. And I'm pretty sure a lot of folks, a lot of our guys overseas right now, they might be thinking about their pretty thing at home. So, um, okay. so Pretty Thing isn't me. It's not me. <laughs> I mean, it should be. Yeah, it should be my man. This should be him. Okay, so uh, this is going to be on the album here, right? Coming album is called Pretty Thing. I hope you like it. Hey, pretty thing, you got my heart on a string. Tell me something. Are you doing anything tonight? Cause I get a little lonely when you're not around And I really get to missing the sound of your voice late at night Are you coming back soon? Are you coming back soon to me? You're pretty thing You sure do make me smile when I see you, I'm gonna hold you a little while because I get a little lonely when you're not around. And I really get to miss the sound of your voice late at night. Are you coming back soon? Are you coming back soon to me? Yeah, pretty thing You got my heart on a string I tell you something It sure is good to see you tonight Cause I get a little lonely when you're not around and I really get to missing the sound of your voice late at night. Are you coming back soon? 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 There we go. Pretty thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. That Thanks, was really buddy. nice. No, that's really nice. Thank yeah, you. you, you're very Thank nice. Yeah, no, I like it. I did, and I think Thanks. that uh, you're the first song I've had on my episode, and so hey, thank man, you for being my first Thanks. musical act. Okay, I appreciate <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, that's and, great. Uh, that is fabulous. Yes, and you've just opened the door for more, and I love it. Perfect. And I thought that was <laughs> wonderful. So awesome. I am now just. A whole new opening of a show is going to happen, and 
you'll be called. That's awesome. I'm so excited. I love this. (laughs) I'll tell you that the thing that made me really look deep into what's going on with Kevin is we've been raising money for the last 11 or at this point, 11 years. And I found out he had diabetes and I stopped raising money for a hero. And we, we shifted to raising money for him to help him. He couldn't work. Uh, he couldn't pay for his insulin and our a hero community stepped up and has kept him alive for the last two years to the point of where I had a meeting to talk about a hero with a guy named Todd Holt, who owns point broadband and one of the most godly great men I've ever met. I sat down with him for the first time and just wanted to introduce myself, introduce the program and a hero and I told him about Kevin, but I really wanted to bless Todd because Todd was excited to tell me his two boys, two of his boys were led, led their worship and were musicians. And we were going to record an album for Kevin with Jeff Sylvie, who's a fantastic producer, singer, songwriter. Jeff Sylvie is the man. And I was I wanted to invite his two sons. And so I was telling him what Kevin's been through with diabetes he was struggling to get a pump and he had to pay for an insulin pump and he didn't have the money. And Kevin's always upbeat. Kevin's always upbeat and happy. And about a week before I sat down with Todd, I said, Kevin, how's everything going? He goes, well, it's good, except I can't get a pump because I can't afford it. And I was like, Kevin, how much are they? He said 11,000 and I can't do it. And I was like, Kevin, 11,000 and a lot. He goes, I'm not worth anything at all. And he looked at me and said, I'm not worth anything. I was like, yeah, you are. You're worth a lot. And I told Todd Holt the same story and he stopped me. And I didn't tell him this for the reason. I just told him because I want to share a blessing with him so his his sons could record with him and play with him. He said, Lee, I'm paying for his pump. And I was like, what do you mean, sir? He goes, I'm going to buy Kevin's insulin pump. And out of his personal check, that man who has never met me until that day has never met him until the other day wrote a check and bought him an insulin pump to keep him alive. Sure did, man. Saved my life. Saved my life. Literally. Probably knew diabetes and knew someone like Kevin and said, if there was a chance for me today to help someone again, I would. And he heard it and he answered that call. And I tell you what, anybody that comes into my my shop, uh, my retail shops, if I see, like when they reach up, I'll see like their little pump inserted in them or whatever. Yeah. I'll say, are you diabetic? I was like, you type one? Like, yeah. I was like, I give you 10% off your your purchase. They're like, what? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you know why? Because what has it ever done for you? It's always just taken from you. Diabetes just takes from the youth and from the, the younger kids. And even as you get older and you start getting into diabetes at that age, I'm not saying it discriminates age. I'm just saying, you know, these young kids, it's like, here's 10% off your war game stuff, bro. And they're like, you know, they cry. They tell me they cry. And I'm like, I'm not trying to make you cry. I'm just trying to give you something back because it takes from you, you know, and growing up around a whole family of diabetics myself, if I had 11 grand to kick down for someone's pump, I would do it because I get it hundred percent. And that's awesome. Well, and it, it's, you know, again, everything that happened for Kevin is not me and I'm a Christian. Everything that's done through me is God. And I'm simply a vessel going and doing as I'm told. God tells me where to go, who to talk to. And as I've gotten older, you know, when we were kids, my parents used to say, if you lay down with dogs, you'll get fleas. I finally get it now. And it's not miraculous things that continue to happen. It's the, that with the people I surround myself with. 
And, and you know, I, I stopped hanging out with people who were no good. And I started hanging out with a group of people, a hero community, my a hero tribe and family and people who want to join that. And I want to spend time with people who want me to grow, want to see me grow physically, financially, emotionally, and most importantly, spiritually. And if you hang out with people who want to see you grow and want to see their tribe be better physically, financially, emotionally, and spiritually, and every day that's your routine, you're trying to wake up to grow in those four aspects, you're always going to be successful. You're going to go through struggles. You're going to go through hard times. But if you keep that core group of people that want to see you happy and grow, you're going to grow. If you hang out with people who are turds, you're probably going to be a turd. Yeah, you're probably going to be a turd. <laughs> yeah. It's who you surround yourself with. It really is. You know, and it really is. It is. And as I've gone through this, I mean, I'm not 80. I'm not trying to pass words of wisdom. I'm only 42, but I still lived about 80 years and 42. And as I'm going through this life, it's like an EKG machine. You know, I used to always, you know, think about any time you've been successful and you've had this great thing happen. You never learn. You're just like, look at me. I'm great. Everyone told me, I, hey, I got a trophy. I'm, I'm successful. Yeah. But you don't figure out like what happened there. And when you get down and like it's a terrible day, week, year, whatever, you have a pity party. You're like, poor me. Life sucks. This is so rough. Why am I going through these struggles? That's when you should be figuring it out. When you're down at the bottom and when you're going through the lowest part of whatever that perceived issue is, what am I supposed to learn? Why did God put me here? What am I supposed to learn? Who am I supposed to meet? How am I supposed to grow from this painful experience? And just soak it up. Because then when you get back to the top of that mountain and you're up high, you're like, I know how I got back up here. And if your life is ever like this, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. The EKG machine yeah, means you're dead. Yeah. There's, yeah, no right. There's no heartbeat. That's right. No, That's you're right. Dead. So it's never going to be, it's going to be one or the other. And don't have a pity party, but really try to learn when you're at your lowest. And when you're going through those struggles, when you're having relationship issues, when you're having financial issues, figure out how you got there so you don't repeat it. But don't just have a pity party. And when you're at the top, don't gloat and give the glory to God and the people that helped you get there. You didn't get there. You didn't get there by yourself. No. I promise you, nobody ever no. does. No, retail stores and businesses don't get there without everybody helping them get there. You know, it takes the community, Absolutely. the community buying, you know, from the merchant and having good products and reasonable, you know, ideologies, you know, like, uh, I guess like, you know, like the customer's always right. Yes. But also how about buyer beware? You know, it's like, oh, I could buy this alcohol. I should beware of it if I do. You should buyer beware on all of these things. If, I think we forget about that. It's like buyer beware. It says it right there on the pack of smokes. We'll kill you. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I know I want to be like Chris Ledoux, but maybe the Copenhagen maybe isn't good for me right now. Okay? <laughs> maybe it's not a good choice. <laughs> maybe maybe yeah, you can swisher and swallow. I get it. You know, but do you need that really to rope the bull? You know, do you? Just I, I'm very, very cautious of who I spend my time with because it's the one commodity you'll never get back. Yeah, my parents, my dad's 93, my mom's 78. And so now I'm trying to fight to get time back with my family. And, you know, for a long time, I was hanging out with whatever friends it was for that year, whatever girl it was that I was dating. 
I don't know any of those people anymore. Nor do I talk to them. And now I'm trying to get time back with my parents. And, you know, I'm very fortunate to have a good relationship with all my siblings and parents. I know that's, that's not always the case, but be careful and cautious of who you spend your time with and make sure that, that time is, is helping you grow as a person and get better. And it doesn't mean like somebody has to give you money or, or, or make you successful, but somebody that actually cares about you, that wants to see you be successful. Correct. And I, I think that's what you achieve at a herousa.org. And, you know, with that said, I would say that anyone out there that has a question, they can just reach out to you. Is that right? At a herousa.org. And you guys will go ahead and vet them and go through the whole process of seeing where they would fit or point them in the direction of where they would work best with uh, a team. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. They, herousa.org. Uh, they can go and register, leave comments. You can also email me at ahero.stuckey, S-T-U-C-K-E-Y at Gmail. Um, you know, and the biggest thing is we want to stop everybody. We want to be that call. We want to be that phone call that, that, that gets you help. Or, you know, if you're not, you know, contemplating suicide, just want to get back on the right path, we want to help you do that as well. And, and the, the coolest thing we've started in the last year is a parallel effort with a group called Operation Phoenix, which is a nonprofit that we just started that trains veterans and first responders in wildland firefighting and prescribed burning and managing property. So after bringing in 11,000 veterans and first responders and, and hearing the usual issue is they're not satisfied with their employment. They don't have a purpose. They don't have pride and belonging anymore when they go to work. And so we want to retrain them. We'll certify them. We will pay for their certifications and then we'll help them get employed either private sector or federal or state employment as a wildland firefighter prescribed burn management, or through some of our new internet companies like Point Broadband, Todd Holt we talked about, we're discussing training veterans and first responders in that as well. But really just give you a new sense of purpose, connect you back with those veterans and first responders, those like-minded people, so we can help you grow in a better, better way. It's just really exciting stuff. And I'll tell you, after going through this for 12, almost 13 years running this nonprofit, We've lost some, we've lost two through the program, but we've saved a lot. And the, the echoed worst case scenario is always substances, whether it be alcohol or drugs, and it's always a lack of pride and belonging and a lack of purpose. Those two biggest things, their occupational goals and their substance abuse has been bad. And I buried my grandmother a couple of weeks ago and she's, she was 98. So she's back with my grandfather in heaven. and and, and I hated to see her leave, but I'm glad she's happy and she's she's comfortable now. As I was burying her, uh, they did they cremated her and they dug a little post hole and they poured her ashes at, at the cemetery. And I'm looking at the tombstones of my grandfather, who was a U.S. Uh, or a state senator and a circuit judge for forty something years, U.S. Air Force captain. Both of them had accolades on their tombstones. And what really hit home was. When they poured the ashes in that hole that was probably this big, that was it. There was no car. There was no house. There was no helicopter. For anybody out there that has a helicopter, that's awesome. There was none of that stuff. It was just ashes. Nothing followed that ash. And so if anyone's out there living for things and living for items and living for material possessions, at the end, you're going to be put in the ground like a fruit tree and there's no Mercedes going in the hole with you. And this is not a lecture, but it just really hit home to me because 
I am a person who has a lot of guns. <laughs> I do like to hunt. I have a weird amount of guns. But it really made me think, what is all? what do we need all these material things for? Just be a good person because when you leave, you have your legacy, you have how people remember you, and that's it. You don't take anything else. Your relationship. Your relationship. So, so Rad, we go to your funeral, hopefully 50, 60 years from now. What do you want them to say about you? And if you was a good don't dude. like what you think you'll hear, you got time to fix it. <laughs> you got time to, to, to change it and to change your eulogy in motion. <laughs> oh, yeah. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. I've already found this. I, what you're talking about. See, I'm 44, so I got two years on you, little brother. Listen. Oh, I can I tell found you're a lot more mature than I am. So much more mature. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I found this already. I've already came to my agreement that my time on earth is about my relationships that I build with each other and the people around me. I'm far past, you know, needing anything of uh, a gaudy nature to accept. Okay. My glasses. All right. Let's take them off for a second. I'll give you the real me. So yeah, I, I have come to my own agreements on like where I'm going to be at the end of this day, you know, and if my dad believed in it and I see him again, then I'll see him again. Okay. 
And if God is there and he looks at me and says, hey, Rad, welcome to heaven. I'll say, bro, what do you want me to do? Okay, because there you are. So growing up in a predominantly Mormon state myself here in Utah, I'll tell you, there's a lot of, you know, Christian beliefs and values around here that I'd like to see be good to go. So I'll just be a positive influence and just always do the golden rule unto others and approach them and give what I get. So the respect I want is what I'll give. I think that's the best way to go. For some reason, looking at you and your glasses and hearing your name, Rad, I think that they're going to welcome yeah. you into heaven with a Stratocaster. Yeah, man. And they're going to be playing some Yeah, games. bro. <laughs> I love it. Be I love it. I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> you can hang out with me anytime, I promise. And if I can't quite make it there, just come visit me. Because if you're at the top, just come visit me down below. I'm okay with we'll that. have you an Airbnb. Okay? I, got, <laughs> I got you a backstage pass. You just come on and see me, okay? <laughs> and, and Kevin, I just want to say that was very uh, very nice to listen to and uh, and pleasing. I just want to let you know, okay? And good tune coming out of your voice. I wasn't sure hey, what to hear. Thanks for having us. Yeah, you're welcome. And you sounded great. So I want to just, uh, you know, prop you up a little more. It's Kevin Adair. And that is on Reverb Nation and SoundCloud. So we'll put a link in the bottom. And, you know, anyone that's been listening will be able to go check out some more of your music catalog. Uh, a HeroUSA.org is, yeah, you're welcome, is Lee Stuckey's uh, brainchild and uh, baby. And uh, he's a conduit of uh, positivity and a lighthouse and a in a big sea storm. So reach out to him if you need any assistance. And with that, is there anything else? Uh, can I call it a good night show? Are we good? We have you back on another time and talk. No, yeah, it's been great. And I'd love to come back on the show and I really appreciate the opportunity and, and shout out to, to Zach Armstrong for putting up with me at military school and for continuing to grow. And, and it's, it's ironic to think back to where we were back then and where we are now. And I'm glad to see him just be so successful and so much better. And I'll tell you, I, I've fallen on my face enough to where my nose should be flat, but I'm just glad that I had the team around me and the people and, and support to get up and continue to help people. And I know that without a doubt, God put me on this earth to help people. And that's what I'm going to continue to do until the day I die. That's awesome. And I just want to give a shout out to a, a listener that goes by, I believe I'm, I'm probably going to say the name wrong. It's Nima or Nima, N-I-A-M. Okay, she recommended Zach. Zach recommended you. So I got to give her a shout out. And I just want to let her know that or I'm listening. And I, I see your comments and I get your feedback. And we appreciate you submitting great talent that should be on Soft Rep. And if you're listening and you'd like to be on Soft Rep Radio, you can hit up the I think I should be on Soft Rep Radio and talk with Rad about something. And maybe we'll pick you. So, again, uh, to my listeners who have listened or just joined in, you can go and go ahead. Yeah, so go ahead, please, please. One more thing I'd forgotten about, but I think it's important to, to finish with this for me is, you know, we get too caught up in figuring out what should be stressful and what shouldn't. And going through the military, like when the Marines would come in and tell me how they're stressed out, what they're going through, you know, we're human. A lot of times I'm like, that's not that big of a deal. I had to stop doing that. And I had to realize after helping a lot of veterans going through this process that it doesn't matter if it stresses me out to hear their story. Whatever is stressing somebody else out and whatever is causing chaos in that person's life, don't discount it. If somebody maybe isn't a combat vet from the war in Fallujah or whatever, but they served and they're stressed out and having issues, they still need help. If people are reaching out, don't try to gauge their stress. 
and figure out, well, that's not really a big deal. It is a big deal to them. And so the, the more I've done this, the more I realize trauma is trauma, whether it be combat, non-combat, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. When veterans and first responders come to me, I don't judge them. I don't try to say, well, that, that doesn't sound like enough war to come to us. I just want to help people. And I think the more we realize that we're not supposed to judge other people's stress, we're not supposed to figure out why they're stressed out. They're just reaching out because they want help. So just help people. And you'll get a lot farther. A lot of people will listen to you and you'll help a lot more people that way. I love it. I do. And, you know, Kyle, dude, it's just so close to home because right now I got a friend who's been hitting me up on Messenger just like, he just got out of a unit, not not like a military. Well, he was in the Navy. He was in the submarines, but he's been out for a while. And he just got out of like a hospital unit where he was de- dealing with demons. And he just got out like two days ago. And then he hit me up again last night. And he's just like, I think I'm having demons again. And I'm just going to try to like, you know, knock them out with alcohol or whatever I can find. I was just like, well, have you tried anything else other than, you know, pills? Have you tried any, like, going outside and doing anything? He's like, I'm going to sell all my stuff. I am just gonna get. I just had this huge, worse relationship. She doesn't love me anymore. You know, this a lot. And, and I'm just sitting here th- listening to you, thinking about him. You know, this is, like, fresh on my plate, right? And I'm handling yeah. his conversation, saying, you know, I got you, bro. Like, um, what, you know, I almost want to say, you know, I know you're your own man to make your own choices. And you're, you, I've talked to you so many times. How much more can I keep talking to you to tell you that you matter? Because you matter, you know, maybe often. He does matter. So when they do reach out and they are just 100%. And so they're throwing that flag out there like, hey, I'm hitting you up at 2 in the morning on Messenger, Rad. I'm like, you are. And so when I say hit me up, <laughs> I'll hit me up, right? I got, I'll got, i talk to you. It's that easy, right? Customer service. What's up? 24-7. <laughs> yeah. The, the, right the, here, one, baby. The, the one thing, though, <laughs> is to go back to our earlier conversation. If the guy's dealing with demons... He doesn't want to add spirits mm. to the demon conversation. <laughs> so, so drinking I know. is going to add I know. spirits to the demon. Oh, <laughs> That's good. So true. It's so true. So again, let's just, you know, hit up a herousa.org. If you're listening to me, you know, I'm talking about you specifically, my friend. So hit up a herousa.org and hit up Lee. And, you know, go listen to some of Kevin's tunes and, uh, you know, get to know some fly fishing and maybe tying a fly or riding a horse. Okay. And with that said, Lee and Kevin, thank you for joining us. And uh, I'm going to say thank you from Soft Rep Radio, our listeners and the community. And my name is Rad and I'm going to say peace. been listening to Soft Rep Radio. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 